Welcome to Story Arc. This is a podcast where I develop story arcs with the help of guests and you, the audience, in the Fey Realms universe. I'm Trevor Sutton. Let's create. Live today with me we have the Phantom Zone. Hey guys. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm Noah. Kayla. And Jared. <laughs> and okay, we have discovered the Shadow Summit, which is protected by the Shadow Consortium and surrounded by the Shadow Demarcation. We might have to uh, unredundantize that a little bit here. Um, <laughs> Tatiana made it to the Shadow Consortium. The group of Unbound are riding in a deuce and a, a deuce Gundam. It's got a Gundam attached to it uh, across the still seas and heading towards the Shadow Consortium. And uh, they have a huge journey ahead of them. The characters we've got so far, we've got Vernon, Old Man Crotchety, Bubble Girl, a.k.a. Aurora, uh, Hoyler, the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Maria, Japanese Engineer Dude, Lucky Darren, and Giorgio. And that gets us caught up. All right, guys, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's so many great characters right there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Eclectic group. I'm I'm, I'm pretty excited about seeing what kind of... uh, what kind of issues and, and, and plots and stuff we can really destroy these guys with. He'll be fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. What? Destroy, you say? That's oh, yes. Right at my wheelhouse. <laughs> no. I mean, drama and then happy endings. <laughs> we exploded Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy ending here. We got the uh, we got the fingernail trolls over to the uh, the uh, Fae Kingdom, and they and they all lined up and, and uh, gave the Unbound time enough to get away from the, the oncoming Fae army by... You know, running in and 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 exploding them. <laughs> Still happy, See, happy about that. <laughs> they oh they God. were they were all just every time they exploded, they were, yippee! <laughs> oh, God. My whole life led up to this. <laughs> <laughs> my body is ready. <laughs> well, I think what we what what we discovered was that, uh, and we I completely forgot about this was the transitional period. So the fingernail trolls got in the back of this truck and headed over to the Fey Realm. Well, when the uh, truck got over there. And the Unbound are sitting there, or, and 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 seeing this Fey army, and and uh, Tatiana is doing her thing. They're like, "Oh God, what are we gonna do? Because there's all these Fey are coming." Well, all the fingernail trolls pile out of the back of the truck, and they've been trans retransmitted back into, or they're still, you know, fingernail troll size, but now everybody's fingernail troll size. So when they get out of this truck, they're gonna be these giant freaking trolls now, because they're mm-hmm. everybody's their size, and they're gonna just uh, be nasty and gross looking, and they're gonna charge at the. Uh, at the Fey, and it's gonna it's gonna be awesome. So, I think Sarah's talking about doing a, a scene where basically the truck comes through and skids, um, and then the Fey are looking at them, and then there's we're gonna have like a, maybe like a misty morning, and you'll just see these these giant forms coming through the fog through the portal. So yeah. yeah, and then they'll go in and and wreak havoc the bound the unbound escape, and it'll be good. But uh, yeah, that's where we are. Also, I totally think they can't just get to. Italy easily. No. I, they have all of France to travel over. So. What do you have anything in France now that you're thinking of? Like a type of creature? What goes on there in that mirror yeah. earth? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so in this earth, um, the uh, obviously the, the towns, the cities and everything aren't going to be built up or either nowhere near. There might be like, uh, 
uh, tent cities or whatever, depending on you know what animal is there. So if they have opposable thumbs and can build, or they you know, or they have, or they make some kind of trade and they make some kind of uh, session to where they can have a tent city or whatever. Um, but they won't have masonry and all that stuff. At least I don't think they will. I'm, I'm going to need to really hash a lot of that out. Um, but as it is now, uh, it's basically just a whole bunch of terrain, French. Uh, the the European terrain between Italy and and whatever and as far as the animals that are there and, and the civilizations and everything, no, I haven't decided uh, or, or we haven't gone over anything that's going to happen in that direction. It's, it's all wide open for you guys. So I mean, if you want to make a whole uh, Pepe Le Pew village, in there, you know, let's, let's, let's go ahead. Definitely and do it. frogs and slugs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what the French like, right? That's what I'm, I'm assuming. Be nice <laughs> to the French. Yeah. Okay. Fine. <laughs> uh, so I guess you have to figure out like what sort of problem would cause the group to split up. Does it have to? Should you? Do you think there should be like a physical obstacle that causes them to split up, or do you think there should be like some sort of? Well, I don't think they know fighting? each other too well to begin with. Yeah. Well, right. What if exactly? I do like the idea of it not being a physical event, just because, like, the last time we wrote on this, the major event was sort of, like, them going through a portal and an ambush or something like that. So, like, something character-based would be cool. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, what if there was, like, a decision that they had to make, and that's what split them down, like, how to get there, or a thing that they, like, thought, like, some sort of priority or something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, how, so they're all in this truck, is that, that right? Yeah, yes they are. It's a deuce and a half. So it's, okay. it's got the it's got the giant bed in the back. He's gonna he's gonna seal down the uh, the uh, the tarp with uh, spit and duct tape to get them through the still seas because he's gonna engineer it with his special ability so, it, so they don't get all torn apart by the uh, the occurring dust storm there. Mm-hmm. Um, just some background information too. I'm curious, like, so this is like just the reverse of the normal Earth, but is like. I mean, are they just driving over some sort of landmass? Like, it's it's not still France, is it? Okay, so uh, I think they're going to start off in England, and that surrounding sure. body of water that that is in England or that mm. the island type of deal that's going to be yeah. the fake kingdom. The water's going to be the still seas because they're going to use whatever and turn that into that. Um, so at that point, they're going to go through whatever countries there are between that and, and uh, Italy, France, and. But what I'm saying is that those are it has the same sort of physical structure and shape and everything like that. Yes. But is, is there still backwards. like uh, anything like a French culture, or is there any reason to think that like the, it's a blank slate? Yeah, it do, doesn't well, have anything in common with the the country it was in the Earth, so to speak. Okay, open book, open universe. Um, all uh, all all cards on the table here. We can do whatever we want. Um, if you want to have a a giant city of slugs where France is and have them all like hoity-toity and uh, sipping wine. And acting like everybody else is disgusting, we can do that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Well, yeah, I think I think we should sort of figure out the basics of the setting at least. Like, are we driving through a mo- like a Mad Max scenario where it's mostly just like um, so turn des- France into de- a desert? Yeah, like so, or if not a desert, I just mean generally like desolate in the same sense of populations. Or are they driving through a country that's populated by a a world of people and like so what i think that's maybe i think the, the closer thing. we get to their goal the less people would want to be near it uh-huh i mean it is a safe place but you can get murdered outside of it yeah it's a lot of them out there yeah and violent so i think the closer you get to it, i think it should be harsher 
I, I agree. I think I like it's kind situation. of, it'd be creepy if, like, there are bad people camped right outside that exactly. safe zone. So. Like a Mad Max situation where there are people that will, because these are people that pick up and leave to go to the safe place, so they would just take all their resources and murder the people trying to get there. So yeah, but are we going yeah. to break them up before they get that close? Because I think, I tell me what you guys think about this. I like the idea that they have very different paths mm-hmm. on the way there. Mm-hmm. So we can sort of write kind of two disparate stories and then they come back together yeah. when they get to the goal. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I ask is so we got to figure out what like what the circumstances would be around when they get split. Yeah. Well, I have an I have an idea um, for, okay. for one point, and it would be a, a mental issue. Um, so at one point, they're going to reach a canyon or a gorge or whatever, and then you need to get across. And uh, our Japanese engineer is going to jerry-rig a, a crappy crane. It's going to be a, a towering structure with a with a you know a large stick on top. The back end is going to have a counterweight, and it's, the front end is going to have a platform. He's going to drive his deuce nap on it, and he's going to say, "Okay, push the rock. Everybody, get on!" And it's going to it's going to lift it up and then wheel over and deposit it on the other side. Um, half the group can decide that uh, hell no, we're not getting on this thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they don't trust. I like them. that. Me too. Oh, how about this to add to it? Um, let's say somebody maybe gets injured. Yeah. And for whatever reason can't make it the rest of the way. Because I don't know, we could relate this to the truck issue or something like that. And then some of the group can decide the, like to stay with that person or like not abandon them essentially to complete the mission or something like that. Or not, but I'm just – since I'm getting some silence here, maybe well, it's not could good. be the – Oh, no, no, no. The, no. The girl that can um, make water vapor heavy, because uh-huh. she would be the one creating the counterweight. Because I mean, that's what I would assume. Mm. Or maybe she can... before we get to that crane area, um, maybe we've got something chasing them. Uh, at which point, uh, Hoyler does something messed up, or he does the vapor. Um, at this point, uh, Maria decides to stay back with him, and maybe a couple other people. Um, mm-hmm. A to help Hoyler pull himself back together because Maria's concentrating on it, and the other people say, "Go, go, get in the truck. We'll push the counterweight." Because eventually, because she was just going to do it on her own, um, but you know, it didn't happen like that. Now they're getting chased, and she wants to stay with Hoyler, mm-hmm. and a couple other people want to stay and make sure that they're okay. Uh, the rest of the people pile in the truck and, and get over. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Can you explain this truck thing to me again? I think I'm missing something there in terms, like just like the other basic mechanism of it where you know i i I don't mean in a complicated way i just mean like i'm i'm missing something about the weight and counterweight thing okay so the japanese engineer dude can basically put together uh, a mechanical structure and make it work for as long as he's focused on it okay the truck is his baby it's his it's his the one thing that he always wants with him at all times he's because he's built this uh basically it's a gundam half a gundam that'll pull up and be on top of the uh, the cabin of the truck, and he mm-hmm. and he's gonna roll into combat with this just thing, just shooting off missiles, doing lasers, and screaming his head off, like being <laughs> super happy. Um, and he's gonna have somebody else driving this truck, and you're gonna have to like, I mean, it's gonna be janky. He's you're gonna have to pull like a coat hanger or something to make it go forward. I mean, it's gonna be bad. And he's just gonna be screaming his head off and and shooting missiles, and then he's gonna have uh, some maybe some people in the back thinking they can stay safe inside the uh, the the deuce and a half. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's a good thing. Like, one of them's injured, and yeah. some of them decide to stay. Um, it's also oh, well, it's also a structure and a a a way for us to get the Unbound across the Still Seas. I, I'm, I was having a real hard time struggling with trying to figure out how to get them across the Still Seas 
and survive it for one and have a, a good reason of how they do it without with too, without too much help from Tatiana. She, mm-hmm. She's going to kind of give them an idea of which way to go and how to go, and then, then they're going to realize it's the you know uh, the mirror whatever, and they're going to know how to follow whatever. Maybe they'll have they can't have GPS. I wouldn't be there. There's another. I mean, so some of these uh, unbound that decided to you know go with her and follow her and do this after what happened at the portal and then the, the you know hardship they had at the Steel Seas. You could have, have like Hoyer or have second thoughts on even agreeing to do this. Oh, like wanting to even... Yeah, and like maybe he didn't... Like maybe even continue, and then... I mean, I'm just thinking like maybe another scenario that could split them up, that maybe he doesn't want to continue on, you know, her path of death. Yeah. (laughs) And then, you know, two of them might agree with him, and there's... I don't know. Well, that might be why they they choose to stay behind and help Hoyler instead of going on with the mission, too. Yeah. Uh, Which would be excellent. What are they getting chased by? That's another good point, because um, we can come across stuff. Uh, I know that we can have Hoyler... Slug people! <laughs> no! <laughs> Slowly advancing. <laughs> ah, ha, ha, we would get chased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, they God. just have to make at least a cameo appearance. Yes. <laughs> and they turn people into escargot. Ew. Yep. Ew. Or it could be, it could be frogs, because those things are freaking vicious. That's true, too. So many different types of frogs, too. (laughs) The pretty poisonous forest frogs. They're all Mm -hmm. bright colors. Um, I got something. We just need to decide on the things themselves. So we're saying frogs or slugs or something like that? It could be. I mean, it's just an idea. I mean... Um, Okay, so they're giant and disgusting. It would be cool, I think, if there was, like, um, a previous moment where a vermin character, because he can kind of control... But... They don't necessarily like that. Uh, sorry, that what if he can if he's controlling some sort of animal or something like that? Maybe animals feel differently about being purple manned, so to speak. Oh, yeah. And it would be really cool if you know he's reaching out and he controls one of these slug frog things. Mm-hmm. This is their slug frogs now. <laughs> and but what happens frogs. is he controls. He reaches out and takes control of uh, uh, the one of uh, like a queen of one of them. So they have like this hive structure, and they're all deeply offended that he mind raped their slug frog queen. Oh my God. And so, I, I, and we can kind of build the moments of that. But I mean, just in terms of like writing from like what they're being chased by, it would be cool if they were being chased by something like that. So you're saying Vernon would become the queen. <laughs> For a moment, where he was controlling her, and now, but lets her go, and now she's deeply offended for having been. What would uh, be interesting with, with him, since he can control animals, you know, the or the earthly plane, you don't think that they have much intellect or anything. Um, maybe that's the issue. Him. Is maybe that's what happens here? Is he tries to control the frogs? They mm-hmm. realize what's happened and they get pissed off about it because they are sentient. Um, he yeah. can control lesser sentient animals like insects and stuff that don't have that capability to stop them. But these frogs or the lions or whatever else, he can't control them, but he can communicate to those. He can control the lesser animals that don't have uh, uh, an elevated intelligence. So when he and he doesn't know that, so he tries to um, basically kind of create a clear path for the for the unbound. That's kind of his job as a scout at this point. Um, and, and he reaches these frog mines. He's like, oh, awesome. Maybe I can see if I can get them to help or whatever. Whatever he's thinking at the time. 
and he tries to take over. Oh, there's a queen, and I'm going to try and take her over. Maybe I can control them all. Well, turns out they're sentient. And then she's, you know, it's kind of like a two-way street at that point since she's uh, intelligent. She knows who they are, where they are, and what's going on, and she gets pissed off and sends her army after them. I like it. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, if he gets into their mind, they can get into his mind type of thing. Even better is is uh, they come up. In fact, they get stopped because they have to either go around it or go through. And and Vernon thinks, hey, you know, we're right here. Maybe maybe I can just make it so we can just get past them. And uh, mm-hmm. if you make this queen a frog, can her name no be Rebecca? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. I could not help queen, it. Queen Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> Queen Rebecca with a French accent. It's <laughs> where by the way, where are they going? To the, the Italy Italy safe zone. No, but what so they're going to the safe zone. Yes. To do what again? To to remind me please. Uh, it's, it's a the the Shadow Summit is going to be the staging zone where uh Queen Tatiana is going to collect her armies to fight. She's going to set up base. Yep. Because she knows she can't be attacked by Oberon there. We have another cool moment, by the way, now, I think. I don't know how we, we would handle it. But when they finally get to that summit, that yes. shadow summit, they have a nearly endless legion of frog slug people <laughs> that are, are on their tail. So I don't know. I mean, this is later, right? But I don't know if that w- there would be some sort of fight or they somehow – I negotiate, and now this is part of Tatiana's forces or something like that. But I just want to put a pin in that because I think that in itself could be kind of interesting. But let's get back here. to this moment of separation. So yes, they're they're all. I think they're gonna get halfway through like the Frog City, and then the yeah. frogs are kind of like the queen's gonna come busting out and get a royal guard together and say, "Stop them!" You know, they were yeah. the royal totem. So yes. <laughs> just just to create some sense of not necessarily urgency, but just a timetable when they get to this crux. Where they get separated at the canyon. <laughs> yes. How far behind them do we want to make the legion of frog slugs? Uh, or frogs. They're called like. frogs. Frogs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're gonna have to do some half, so the things gonna be able to roll out. Um, I think I think Vernon was more worried about like disturbing the frogs and and doing whatever. So he's kind of like, okay, let's just go slow and make sure they're not gonna attack us. But screws up on his end of doing that. Gets the yeah. whole thing of frogs chasing them. So they drive off, but the things are chasing them. Um, they're thinking they're ahead, so I think they're going to have enough time to uh, build this contraption. So what's going to happen is the, the engineer's going to get out, and he's going to start drawing this crap on the ground in the dirt. Like, it's going to be some kitty showing, a, a you know, like a, like one of those Japanese manga. It's like a little kitty, like, oh, you do this, and then it's going to show it and then look like, you know. And then he's going to have everybody build this thing, and they're going to, you know, get to the point where, okay, it's time to shove the rock off and get across. They're going to see the frogs there. Um and uh, half of them are say, or maybe maybe that's what happens. Maybe Hoyler stays and says, "Okay, I'm gonna stay back and and uh, stop the frogs." Okay. And sure. uh, and yeah. in that instance, you know, Maria decides to stay with him, and whoever says, "Well, you know you what?" Could have, you could have Hoyler and Vernon stay because Vernon might yeah. feel like it's his fault. Yeah, like can we can oh, we work yeah. that out real quick? Uh, they get taken to... prisoner by the frogs. That, oh, that could no! be that could be too good, good, but can we work out who it's gonna be real quick? Uh, oh, of course, of course, and keep uh, and keep in mind here we may have more added on to it later. So yeah, do so. We have Vernon and Hoyler are staying behind. I actually have an idea for a character that'd be interesting. Ooh. Um, 
Well, because I think I, I started kind of because the nature of her power could kind of be some sort of violence. Like maybe she could do something with her blood. So every time she uses her power, she has to like prick her finger or something like that. Mm. And then so she's not able to do that inside the safe zone. Oh, that's cool. That is oh, cool. no, that maybe, maybe we can have them meet her. Like one of the two groups when well, they get so separated. Since they're going to be taken prisoner, they could probably already have a prisoner there. Oh. That'd be and good. That's where they get introduced. Yeah, like Benicio del Toro's character from <laughs> the Last Jedi. Is that it? Oh yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah, but he turned out to be a dick. No, I'm just. I mean, <laughs> the way that they meet. But oh sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like they help each other escape and. But so we're doing. We have Hoyler and we said Vernon since they. Well, we know we know old man Crotchety and the Japanese engineer are gonna go. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, wait, who was that? The Japanese engineer and who? Uh, uh, the Crotchety old man. Great, because he's the one that knows how to get to the uh, the demarcation zone. Um, Aurora may actually stay. She's the bubble girl that can make people invisible. Uh, that'd be a good one. Maria, I know, would stay with Hoyler. Um, well, well, I was thinking about that. What if they get separated? Because so we can separate them all we, as much as you want here. We can yeah. Because my question is, is the separation intentional based on a choice, or is the separation an accident based on the fact that they messed this thing up? And I think I like the idea of Hoyler staying or saying like he'll fend him off because he's the big macho tank guy. Yeah. And then Vernon wanting to be like, like I'll help you because he's guilty. I don't. I think having Bubba Girl with him might give him a too easy way out because she could just turn invisible and turn them invisible, yeah. and then she well, has easy. she has to stay emotionally calm in order to do that. That's true. Well, the reason I asked the question was because it to me it it, it decides how who, how we can separate things. So if it's a choice that they make, then it seems like relationships will dictate who goes where. So we I think we said Maria and Hoyler were kind of. Close, right? Yeah. So if it's a choice they're making, it makes a lot of sense that Maria would want to stay. But if it's an accident, then we can separate characters in a kind of fun way and oh. create some character motivation. So, for instance, Hoyler and Maria being separated now have a reason to, to want to get back together. Back together. Yeah, yeah Hoyler's going to try to get – yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I'll sacrifice myself for you, and then he ends up surviving. He's like, oh, I need to get back to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like I, I like something about like uh, or uh, I don't want to. No, I like that. Yeah. yeah, no, that's brilliant, man. That that's awesome because that definitely gives us motivation and uh, a reason for him to want to get back and get back over there and and do it quickly. That's awesome. Especially if he was having doubts, but he's separated from her, so he's like, "Well, I know where she's going." Yeah, yeah. and and I think from a, a storytelling standpoint, separating always feels a bit plot devicey. Like when they're like, we should split up. Like, <laughs> no, we shouldn't. We should never, ever. But if it's an accident. But if it's an accident. So they're doing the – go ahead, sorry. So maybe he jumps out of the, the truck knowing they're not going to keep the frogs off of him in time. That could be good. Or or I was thinking also we have a ravine. is a canyon, right? Yes. Uh, and it's a huge mass of uh, frogs coming. <laughs> uh, what if they're on the kind of like – a piece of rock that isn't can't support the weight and then the thing breaks and they fall down the ravine like some group of them mm-hmm. like into the river and it takes them up or some again this it doesn't have to be that maybe that sounds well, too wily mean, coyote that then it's i mean I, I i like the idea of half of or half or more most of them getting on the other side uh-huh. and then the people that got stayed 
that got separated are taken captured. Getting captured, yeah. Because then that just opens it up to have the other character introduced or other characters okay. introduced. So all we really need is just they get separated. overrun. But I mean, in this way specifically, they get like overrun too fast and then have to leave. Basically. Yeah, because yeah. whoever's trying to like, I guess, move the rock or whatever to you know do the counterweight stuff sees the frogs coming and knows that, oh, I have to stop this while these people get across because who else is going to do this? And yeah. It could be Hoyler. And then Vernon can see what's happening because he's a scout. He'd probably be looking anyway and then feel guilty for even getting them on their tail. Or maybe he feels he can calm the frogs down enough to yeah. keep Hoyler alive. Yeah. yeah. And I think it'd be an interesting duo of those two because he's more kind of a pacifist and then you know, Hoyler's more of the big tanky guy. Mm-hmm. Big and guy. I know I know how we're going to move the rock, too. Because uh, Hoyler's going to sit there fighting the frogs, and Vernon's going to be there trying to help him. Um, Giorgio's going to toss an egg over and blow it off the, the ravine. There you go. Oh. Okay. I yeah, forgot yeah. about egg guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the frogs capture Vernon and uh, Hoyler. Yes. So Hoyler can have motivation to get back to the Shadow Summit and be with Maria. Yes. Awesome. So who does that? So who does that leave... In the with the people that got across, because you have the Japanese engineer, the crotchy old man. Yep. Uh, uh, Aurora, the bubble girl, uh, Japanese engineer, Lucky Darren, and and Giorgio, Egg Gambit. Uh, okay. Lucky Darren. Yeah, because I think if you don't have too many people left on the other side, it would give more opportunity to have other characters introduced. Mm-hmm. And separated, too, say. later on, because we can still separate, separate this more, maybe as we get closer to the uh, the Shadow Summit. And then Samantha reappears and then dies in an explosion. <laughs> She's going to be a uh, an imagination imaginary character in Darren's head. Oh, no. Yes. I'm missing half of her head. Yeah, missing half of her head. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to come up, like, when he has, like, weak moments or whatever, she's going to tell him, oh, stop being such a, a little turd, you know? You need to push through and do this. Wait, was that already planned out? No, I don't know. I'm just making it up as I go. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> what was it? Her power was, like, to turn, like, nightmares. It wasn't, it, like, Dream Daggers? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was would... with the mind, so maybe he, she did impart something. That's what I was... Yeah, it would be oh. cool if when she blew up, like... For a shrapnel, not that she knew she had this power, shrapnel. but that, yeah, because she's also in some sense because like, he gets covered in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it would be cool if like some of her got embedded in his consciousness, yeah. and he's got this like guilt fueled like third and party person. Aren't their powers kind of amplified in the Fey Realm? Yeah, yeah, but I don't think they made. I don't think she made it over there. Remember, she gets blown. Well, yeah, parts, of, him parts of her did. The blood did. But it was traumatic, right? Being exploded, yeah. traumatic, dying. I mean, that could that could cause the the power to uh, yeah. to go up. I, either way, that's that's a freaking awesome idea. Still. He's like haunted by her forever. <laughs> terrifying well, dream dagger girl. <laughs> not forever. You see, in the uh, the final battle, um, uh, they do their thing, and uh, we're gonna have uh, Oberon send in his uh, favorite either mount or pet or whatever in a battle, and. Uh, Old uh, Lucky Darren, he's always there to save the day with his uh, his little moat dust stuff to you know to help people. Well, he's gonna someone's gonna throw him a spear and he's gonna stab Oberon's favorite mount, and as uh, and it's gonna fall on him right like towards the end of the battle. So mm-hmm. now uh, Tatiana and Oberon are doing these quips and circling each other and, and basically flirt fighting, mm-hmm. and then as they fall in love and he dips her back and kisses her and they you know they they make up in the end and everybody's like what the Okay, he's gonna kind of wave his hand and, and uh, kill Darren. 
<gasps> Hell yeah. No. <laughs> Never like that guy. He's going to get out from underneath that beast. And he's, yes, I made it, and we won. We're winning. And then... Lucky he explodes just like Samantha explodes. <laughs> yeah, so fast. Hey, but it's kind of romantic. Or he's crushed, so it's like he implodes in a way. Like he's imploded. <laughs> what I'm thinking is they'll be they'll be forever together in exploding heaven. <laughs> well, I'm thinking this too is as Darren's going through this thing, maybe he's going to be slowly driven insane by Samantha mind daggers, and that's going to be how That'd he's be really kind of released. Cool. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great if it was like she's she is in some sense in his head and she's constantly like berating him for being a loser mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know or slowly like trying a, to take uh, over his body oh that'd be good i also like the idea of after he dies that she is able to control his like clearly rotting corpse oh, God. like a weekend at bernie's too far man too like far. a weekend at bernie's <laughs> pull it back yeah no no i'm gonna i'm gonna push it forward no! <laughs> this is the line and i'm going way over there yeah yeah <laughs> That is interesting. Yeah, like, it, she finally took over his body whenever he comes up. And he's like, yeah, I did it. And then she takes over his body, but then <laughs> she gets explodes. blown up again. She gets blown up again. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. Okay, we, figured, like we figured out a way to blow her up twice, guys. That. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> well, um, so, and I think, which is awesome. And I had this, for whatever reason, I had this scenario um, earlier. So it'll be after the 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 gorge and they get taken off and go to the frogs um the engineer and his group are going to go and for whatever reason um bad luck darren and giorgio are going to be in a cavern system and something's going to happen where he's going to where darren's going to get caught in like a small cave-in or something and giorgio's going to blow him out with his butt eggs oh wait he's not going to have eggs he's going to have food at that point because he doesn't get the eggs till after the the shadow demarcation Mm -hmm. so but I have so maybe they get split off and have to do something too, and they become kind of like pals. A we, uh, if you were gonna, sorry, I just thought about this. If you were gonna have kind of Samantha playing with, you know, Lucky Darren's psyche a little I bit, I like it. I like it so much. It, so whenever um, Hoyler and Vernon get left behind or kind of like sacrifice themselves to save the group, Lucky Darren could probably want to go do that as well. But then the first time that you see kind of Samantha back is her in his head saying, you'll never make it or something like that. Or you're and not strong kind of, enough or why you yeah. didn't help them. Just, and it kind of just freaks him out and kind of make him fro- frozen in place to where he stays, even though he should have probably went to go help him. Oh, mm-hmm. man, I like it. Yeah, like he's sitting frozen at the front door of the of the deuce, like going, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I don't know what to do. Maybe yeah. he's the one that's supposed to move the rock, too, because it's got iron in it. And he freezes and he can't. Yeah. Oh. Cause Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> Samantha like Mind Daggers. <laughs> I never liked her, and I, now we know why. <laughs> I like her because she's awful, but that's just because that's the character I like. <laughs> um. So let's. So we have Vernon and Hoyler got kidnapped by uh, the frogs. Yes, and they're gonna be thrown so, in a frog prison. So we have. I think it's fun to now imagine what's their frog. What's the frog prison like? And like what's Lily pads. And then what's going on here? I think one thing would be cool is if they were gonna be like, now you're gonna be executed for crimes against the state. And the way that they're gonna be executed, of course, is they're gonna be di- dissected uh by their by the se- by the seventh grade frogs Ew. to help forward frog science. Yeah, whatever. because they don't know what they are and they wanna figure out why they work the so, way they work. So that's you know, so we have a little frog. But 
they had because this is a kind of a very proud culture. Uh, there is one thing they can do uh, to avoid the execution. They can they can they can do like a kind of trial by combat, and we can have a big frog coliseum <laughs> fight where. Uh, and now we can kind of get creative, but I think it would be cool. Like clearly Vernon as the he can't do it. It's but not really Hoyler a, Hoyler yeah. fighting in there. Who is yeah? Who's like? Did you? Oh, but I've been Twitter. thinking about this like the past five minutes because that was a lot. <laughs> it, it all kind of came from like oh, if they got if they were in frog prison. But like, <laughs> he's lost his bracelet and he's got nothing available to him when he's in the middle of a coliseum to fight this frog. And then yeah. while he's fighting this frog and getting his ass kicked, he his hand goes into the mud and slips and he grabs something. Mm-hmm. I oh, think that okay. do you get what I'm saying? But I, I think the fight scene because at first he's like, "Oh yeah, I can take care of this, no problem." But he looks down and he sees his, his bracelet's gone, his you know, his uh, his little power thing. He's like, uh, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And, well, let's and say it, let's say when they they took him captive, they took it. Yeah. yeah, yeah yes. Yeah. And and when he's down in this coliseum, there's nothing but like mud down there. Mm-hmm. Mud yeah, so and he's lily pads. afraid of. At first, he's afraid. It's like water and mud, so he's afraid of becoming that because it won't be the most combat effective. Well, not that uh, back anyway. Back in Earth, he had a hard time holding himself together when he was a liquid. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. But maybe yeah. here, he, this is when he starts fighting this thing. He's getting his butt kicked, and he goes, fine, I'll take mud. You know, whatever. Oh, it can't oh be... I know it. I know it. Yeah, I got yeah. It. Okay, so he knows jiu-jitsu, right? Yeah. So Frog gets on top of him, and let's say they're kind of humanoidy, right? With frogs. Yeah. Sure. So we can just do a little reference here. Uh, this is going to get kind of brutal. Do uh, it. He, he gets him in the, in the guard. Planet which... Hulk style. Yeah, which he can basically do, mm-hmm. right? And he does the classic from the guard armbar, breaks the frog's arm, and the bone protrudes out, and he grabs the bone and becomes like a bone creature. A bone Dude, <laughs> that's awesome. And, yeah, I think it'll be really cool. And now he can fight a bunch of them as a bone creature. Oh, yeah. cool. I like it. So it's kind of like a Wolverine bone claw kind of sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like when he touches the thing, it, I think like a lot of it would be cool if he kind of has, you know, like his shape gets a bit exaggerated. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like his fingers are a little like pointer. Yeah, similar to that. Yeah. So, so well, yeah. Because what he's pulling on, basically, he's becoming calcium at that point, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, calcium I think... carbonate. Yeah. Well, at this point, Vernon's got to uh, Vernon's got to talk to the crowd because I think he can he can communicate with them, and and I, um, we got to have him get released at some point because you said this is a combat to get out of what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, either we got to do one or two things here. The thing he's fighting because after he's going to break this frog's arm, maybe maybe there's a bunch of guard frogs making sure they don't go past a certain point. And yeah. He, and he and he takes one of their bones because the thing he's fighting, maybe it's not a frog. Maybe okay. it's maybe it's something else. Like us? No, slugs don't have bones. Never mind. <laughs> well, that might be that might have been why he didn't pull it off the monster itself. But yeah. the thing he's fighting in here, it's got to be something that's that's going to be something the frogs can control. But at the same time, it's big. I'm thinking Star Wars and that the uh, the the Kraken or the sorry the Rancor. Kind yeah, of thing? yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm, see what I'm going with this? Like it, could, gonna, it could be like a frog type creature, like an experiment that went wrong. Ugh. Something like that. I mean, we have the cockatrix. We could have had, like I said, there could have been other experiments gone wrong here. Um, we definitely could have some kind of uh, frog amalgamation here that's just been living and, and you know, acting as a, uh, a uh, not a guardian, jeez. What fights in a dang coliseum? 
gladiator. Thank you, acting as a gladiator <laughs> at the at the behests of this frog queen. Yeah, that could be interesting. That could be. Ooh, interesting. and then that could be something that Vernon can control. Yeah, that would it's be not cool. that smart. And like, yeah, because maybe they ha- he's been unconscious or like. Uh, or for whatever reason, yeah. So I like this. I like the idea that like. Well, he yeah. probably thought he couldn't fight, so then he kind of stood back a bit, and Hoyler yeah. was going to do the fighting. But then once that thing comes out and he's fighting it, he could start being able to control the creature. They so know do... they know what Vernon can do. So at the beginning of the fight, they're going to knock his ass out. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like that. So let's go back over the order of events real quick. So, um, because I think the monster threw me for a bit of a loop. So what happens is, he. Um, help me out. Guys. They're gonna have they're gonna have some kind of um, uh, lawyery uh, judge thing happen. Trial with them. Thing. Yes, yeah. and the Tribunal. queen's gonna say, uh, "You're gonna be you're gonna be put in the gladiator system at our at our pleasure." Um, and and if you survive this, then uh, you can go on your way. You know, this is the only way you can uh, do whatever, or you can choose to be dissected by our seven year old frogs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> your choice. <laughs> uh, they choose that. Um, so they get thrown in whatever froggy prison they have, at which point they get pulled out to do the uh, Frog Coliseum. Vernon uh, Vernon gets knocked out because they know he can do some mind uh, fudgery, and uh, Hoyler has to fight as the group's representative, um, at which point he somehow uh, breaks an arm, or maybe, maybe he, he doesn't even realize it, but he uses some of this frog's uh, like he breaks its finger or arm or some, or its nail or a tooth, it like like comes off in his arm after he gets bit, and he's like, oh, frick yeah, that's what I need, yeah. you know, <laughs> and then uses that and turns into the the you know his uses his ability at which point he starts beating the crud out of this frog, um maybe the frog the, um uh, he he shows the frog mercy the queen goes oh thank you for not killing such and such, um. Uh, you're free to go, or I, I don't know. I think there needs to be a lot more to it, but I think that's generally where we're going with this. Well, the yeah. thing, the thing too is that you can do um, what do you call it? Like, it doesn't have to be one fight. Like, there can be like a few of them. You know, like oh. to, has to defeat three opponents. Like, that's the rule or something like that. And then that way we can have like, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, so we don't have to make a choice about well, like yeah, it's don't just one the, thing. Don't release or like the maybe big two, thing. but he has to fight in Vernon's place. Yeah. yeah. Well, with Coliseum fights, like with Thor and stuff, they had to go through rounds. So they had to go through. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. you're going to be put in the Coliseum, and then the rule of the Coliseum is, is if you become the Coliseum leader. Um, you can either stay on and be whatever and be, you know, taken care of and, and be Coliseum royalty, or you can go on your own freedom. You you can fight your way to freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah, we could do definitely do something in that direction. Um, or maybe they just put and say, hey, we're just going to throw stuff at you until you die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the idea of him winning and then they don't like it, so they kind of betray the rules. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's the idea of, like, he, he does make it all the way through. But they are embarrassed by it. It's like, ah, this wasn't supposed to happen. And maybe that's when they release the the rancor esque character that we have. You mean which the, we should probably Rebecca is kinda of fickle. <laughs> yeah, it turns out. Turns out she's not to be trusted. Yeah. Uh, and and then maybe they didn't think about the fact we I mean we could still knock Vernon out if we want to, but maybe the idea is like they didn't consider the fact because he's he's been mostly useless because yes. It turns out he didn't realize they were sentient, uh, and so he can't control them. So they think he's just. They might just... Not know his powers though. They might just think that like he could 
yeah. like, read their minds or something yeah. because they're sentient. So they probably wouldn't think that he would be able to control this big creature. Exactly. Yeah, so after the extent, yeah. yeah. So after Hoyler, yeah, exactly. So after Hoyler like defeats all the whatever we decide, however we work it out. Uh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. But if he so if he injures this creature and gets the bone, then that creature's in so much pain, Vernon might feel it. And then that's what might wake him up to being like, oh, I can control this thing because I can feel it type of thing. I don't know. That's not bad. We just have to figure like out empathetic? how empathetic. Maybe, yeah, maybe like Vernon. Is, maybe Vernon is like empathetically uh, connected to some of these creatures. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so then they basically escape, right? Like he uses. Well, he they controls have to. The so if, if you want to introduce that other character, you would have you would have to introduce that character at some point. We could do that earlier. We could. Uh, so we, we've written this kind of thing. Now, once we're finished with this, we can kind of go back and because they were in holding cells, mm-hmm. right in prisons, and um, we are, can. Are we saying this other character is an unbound, or are we saying this other character is just a, a character? Because the the animals in this season, maybe it's something else that the frog caught a weasel or something in that in, in that direction, and it's um, Hoyler and Vernon use this thing as kind of like a a friend that knows how to get out of this area because they don't know how to get to the Shadow Summit. This thing will. exactly, and yeah. they can also write it out to get out of there quickly because maybe one of them's you know uh, damaged or whatever. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. is that that's what you're talking, or are you talking about another unbound that's that's trapped in here with the frogs? Yeah, I think that was like uh, Kayla wanted to work on a character that was sort of like what was the idea again? Well, it's just like the nature of their power being rooted in violence, and my idea was just like maybe she has to prick, like she has to use blood. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It can't be her own. Or maybe. Yeah. Because I think it'd be interesting. Because I mean, it technically, it wouldn't be violence to herself if she's well, willing to do it. Depends on what the rules are in that yeah. realm, like what they consider violence. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I, I think. Okay, are you guys talking about the Shadow Summit? Yes. yes. Okay, we need a couple more characters for the Unbound uh, crew, anyways. And I think I wanted someone, Aurora, to have a friend. So maybe a third person that gets stayed behind or whatever. Um, maybe I don't know. I don't know how we'd get that unbound in that prison before they even got there. That's you, a good point. Like, you see what I'm it. saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we could just head, like, go back, read it if she was there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, technically you could because, I mean, it could be as many unbound as you want that get through that portal. Yeah. Exactly. And this girl could have, like, doesn't, like, because we know Hoyler and Maria have a thing and that's why he wants to get back. And we can make this girl, like, because she's kind of violent, maybe she has, maybe, maybe during this event, she kind of grows to like Hoyler, but Hoyler's, like, mm-hmm. putting her off, like, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, it isn't, like, a good love triangle. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then we still can meet another person caught up inside this prison. So what, what's, um, uh, Kayla, what's this, what's this character like? And what, what kind of powers are you talking about? Um, I, I was trying to... <sighs> It's something like rooted in violence that would make her kind of yeah. So just breaking the blood work. What are, like... I like that. Yeah, we just got to figure she... out what she does. Are you talking about is like she a cutter or something? <laughs> I mean, no, but I would say that the power stems from the blood. Why would you make this uses? character so dark? Kate? I know, well, because right? because they go into a place where you can't commit violence. So I thought it'd be interesting. No, no, no I, yeah, I was just saying because yeah. Kayla's like kind of not into the heavy dark character. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know like what happens with the blood. Maybe it, she could like spawn a clone, but it's like really slow, like growing. <laughs> oh, how about like a blood golem? Like she can make this giant kind. Of, well, maybe that's we already have big something. Yeah, strike that. That's fine. I don't know if it's like plants grow or the blood drops or maybe like again just like clones grow slowly we're gonna come up with something good i can feel it yeah. there's definitely something here something 
Okay. Now, I Kayla, do like the blood aspect how, of it. I, I really like that. And if we're going to go that way, do you want this to be something pretty and fanciful? Or, or are you thinking more like uh, dark and gross? My aesthetic is pretty, but it's your story. So. <laughs> <laughs> it could okay. be both, though. It could be whatever her intention is with the blood or how she gets the blood. Yeah. Well, well, let's look at this. Because every time I cre- every time we go through and create one of these characters, we, we, we do kind of a backdrop on how they how they do this thing. And she's pricking herself. Or in the instance of this thing, let's let's take Maria uh, Berlotti, the, the, the whatever. She gets... She gets um, uh, uh, robbed at gunpoint at her at her thing, and she mm-hmm. as she's eating the coffee bean, and this dude, um, you know, gets his chest turned into gel. Basically, the blood congeals in his chest, and he dies. Okay, so yeah. so something something happens to her in order to do that, to to begin that ritual. Um, and you're talking about pricking a finger or doing something. So she intentionally pricks her finger. She could be like diabetic. Uh-oh. Or she could like okay, this is gonna be she would have to perk her finger anyway. I promise I don't mean this disrespectfully. But what if like when she's a little girl, the first time she has her period, she finds is that too much? <laughs> I can't oh I can't tell if what I've just said is is uh feministic and <laughs> because I'm trying to demystify We've already, we've already, we've already crossed and gone past that line such a long time ago. I figured, just keep going, just write it out, see what happens. <laughs> well, point point being is that well, just whatever blood she realizes has power. Well, it also would make sense if it, something's growing from it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I like it. What? Oh, 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 oh. What if? Uh, it's a little bit more open ended. What if it's like. So she bleeds, and then can the volume of the blood increase? Because I was like, what if it, she has like kind of a green lantern-y thing going on? So she's like a red lantern. Yeah, she but... but construct out of blood. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, so not so much, like... Out of... Uh, well, I don't... Period blood? Well, no, I'm not... I'm just... <laughs> oh, yeah. I can just see this hammer and an arm coming out from between this lady's legs, just like smashing people. And she's like, Yeah! I don't. I we what we have done to Kayla's creation is, is no, so I awful. No, I want to take it back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next the period blood because yeah, yeah. that's gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, no, I mean, I think if she oh. if she works with blood or if she has to. Yeah. What herself, if she's just like some sort of blood bender? Okay. What generally. if what if the blood comes out of her skin or not? Like she pricks it and then it wraps around her skin and kind of a tattoo, and gives her some kind of ability. Well, I could see that. Yeah. Like so, so it doesn't necessarily have to be like sort of like changing or moving blood, but the idea is just like she has to bleed to like summon this power. Yeah. Ability. Yeah. 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 Okay. Part of the ritualistic. So maybe, maybe, <clears throat> maybe. Um... <sighs> what would what? Kayla? What kind of what kind of job would this person have? Um. Like, do you know anything about her? Like, did you make up anything in your head while you were look, thinking about her? No, not really. I mean, I kind of had the aesthetic of, like, an albino, but... Well, that's cool. That's interesting. Yeah, I just had the looks down, and then I really thought it would be interesting if someone's powers was rooted in violence. So, honestly, you guys can play. Just That's not bad. I, I, I really... I, I agree with her. I do like the, well, the thing of, like, her powers being based in violence, and then she's going to a place where she can't use them. Yeah. Well, let's go back to what do we need on our team? So that maybe that's another way to figure out, like, what powers... Do we feel like are missing or something like that? I guess like a healer. We don't have a healer. That's true. That makes her less. Maybe so, there's so an. Maybe she's here. like a nurse. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, that would have a lot to do with pricking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'd be pricking all day with that, so maybe... Mm, well, well, maybe when she pricks herself and she can send her blood over to, to, to heal and close wounds. Mm-hmm. We could do, yeah. That like, still you have to get you... a few drops on, uh, like, on the wound and then it starts regenerating faster or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. She's got, like, life-giving blood. Yeah. What I'm thinking is, is that whole, like, after she's cut herself and you see it kind of flow off of her skin and then kind of like travel along her skin and then travel along theirs and then seep into their wound and then knit it up, basically using her healing power to, to heal their healing, their wounds. Does that, uh, that's, or... Oh, one thing we can probably... all agree on is this lady's gross. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You're bleeding into my wounds. No! I'm healing you. I oh, God. It would be interesting if she inflicts pain, then she can use that pain on somebody else. To give her some type of so offensive ability. Use it for good or bad. Yeah. Well, maybe she doesn't have to just heal with it. Yeah. I think it's like the intention behind the blood. Because mm. if she's like a good person, her blood would heal people. But if she uses somebody else's blood, I don't know. Well, what if she's just super fast? Sorry. I was just... <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. Her her suit could be red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we making the flash right now? Because <laughs> I'm real excited. I'm, I'm totally into that. Um, <laughs> um, let's see. Well, because we could definitely, uh, since we're fighting with frogs, and maybe that's why Vernon's out, is because he was wounded when the, in the Battle of the Frogs. She's over there healing him, and towards the end of the battle that Hoyler's in is when he wakes up finally because she's healing him this whole time, trying to fix whatever internal wounds he has. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we can make it so that the aesthetics of the blood look really cool and, and flowy and pretty when she goes and does this healing jobby too. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> A great battle of lily pad. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of other toad. That's not bad at all. Toad names and puns. <laughs> Well, I mean, the the Coliseum definitely could be a lower swamp area, which would be awesome. Oh, hey, uh, what if we got, what if uh, they recruit one of the frog dudes? Or one of the prisoners. Yeah. Well, that's it. They they need someone to lead the way, right? Yeah. In fact, fact, they could have one of the frogs, because they need to get to the shadow demarcation. Most of the animals in the area know how to do it. So one of the prisoners, uh, they could definitely, you know, it could be a frog or it could be whatever, you know. They could probably be oh, yeah. from there. That's right, yeah. So it's he is a prisoner and everything like that, but it's one of the frogs. It's like that species. And it would be, let's work on this a little bit. And like, it's like a what, Pac-Man frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be cool if he had like a really long tongue that could like. So you know. not a Pac-Man frog. <laughs> well, Pac-Man, Pac-Man so you're, you're talking about making Toad from X-Men then? Oh. Yeah, like Toad from X-Men. Well, no, but let's back up. I don't want to be some, do something totally derivative. Totally uh, derivative. <laughs> oh, my God. Derivative. <laughs> no. De- derivative. <laughs> uh, no, there's got there's got to be something. Uh, we can, but I, but I, So they were like kind of like warriors, right? Yes. That was the idea. Yeah, Yeah, because they had a gladiatorial thing. It it could just be like hoity-toity frogs that like to see violence. As much as a Frenchman could be a warrior. Exactly. Uh, They're they're frogs and (laughs) we're in France. What a great subtext. That's awesome. (laughs) Um, But maybe it would be cool if he was just sort of like a gladiatorial dude. Like, you know, because he's one of the... One of the gladiators. Yeah, like, so, you know, we just give him some... It's just like a frog dude. Sentient, uh, like a werefrog kind of thing. Should make it a girl. Okay, girl. 
if whatever, fine, girl. No. <laughs> but well, I'm just uh, saying, I think it would. I don't think you gave it. I mean, there's there's already two guys. Okay, so it's like the frog we're talking about, but with big old boobies. Like, oh so my Noah's gosh. happy, so great. It could no, be the one that Vernon falls in love with. <laughs> oh Jesus. That would be great. I'm really... just mass-making everybody now. Oh, God. That, no, this would be fantastic. So, like, a, some some badass warrior frog woman. Uh, and what kind of weapons is she going to have? Because I always like to think in Spears. Spears oh. could be good. Is oh, there she's any... a poison dart frog. Is there anything... <laughs> Is there? Yeah, that's, she's got that the purple cool. lining. Yes, that's cool. That could be cool. Oh, and her own skin. In fact, she's got daggers that she rubs on her skin. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, hey, do you guys remember those things that? Um, just so it's like a flashy looking weapon. Do you guys remember Mortal Kombat three? Sure. And the dude who had the gas mask, but he had those Smoke. sort of like. No, no, no. It's like Cabal was his name. Yeah. He had he had these really interesting looking, with like the hooks. Or yeah, like hooks. Or no. We could do. Oh, okay. It's got to be something that you like. But... <laughs> no, no well, I we think should think a of poison dart frog using yeah. daggers, daggers, using his own poison. To I think that's cool. Idea. And we okay. can make the poison not deadly. It's just uh, like a super psychedelic. Oh, it makes you yeah trip trip your face off. Yes, <laughs> that would be great. Oh, and her name could be Trippy. Well. <laughs> Trip it. Trip it. Trip it. Yeah. Jesus. I love it. Oh, man. Okay. Oh, wait, but what's that new character's name? Oh, Blood Girl. Yeah. Althea means healing power. Yeah, that's cool. What is it? Althea is A L T H E A. Nice. Or Sanguina. <laughs> that's, that's not as pretty, I'll give Stop you. Stop ruining my vision! <laughs> God. Althea. I like it. Is that right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I like it, and I think it's got some neat. Because I've, I've been trying to find a way to work some kind of a healer into this whole thing. And I, in fact, I came up with a uh, uh, some pygmy uh shaman but it was really forced and it was really bad i so i <laughs> i wiped it out you're welcome <laughs> this lady's way prettier yeah yeah than your, than your pygmy god althea i like it i like it so althea is going to be down there tending to uh tending to uh vernon who's got who's who's been either hurt or wounded or or maybe uh poisoned by one of these frogs and he's tripping his balls off and uh, maybe that's what one of the uh, that's what Trippy comes up and tell her, hey, this is what you need to do in order to fix Vernon because he's losing his mind and losing blood and he's just all kinds of hurting. Mm -hmm. The whole time, Hoyler is fighting uh, through the ranks of the uh, the Coliseum, uh, whereupon he he comes upon this thing he really can't beat. It's a giant whatever, and uh, you know he gets he gets his ability to kind of back him up a little bit, but it's more just a to waste a little bit of time, but he's getting his butt beat, and um, at this point, Vernon wakes up and stops him or pauses him or something to the point where he can take on a fight, um, and then they confront the girl and or confront the queen. Um, she gets or is that is that what happens? He goes to the gladiator. She gets pissed off and sends this thing after them. But yeah. I think the idea is like yeah, she gets pissed off when he wins. Yeah, yeah, like when he's or making his way through all the ranks. Well, now they have a new ride after they. That's what out. I was gonna say. Yeah, just like um, when they. Ron, Hermione, and Harry broke out of Gringotts. Yeah. Took the blind her dragon. 
Or maybe, because Vernon can control him. So, yeah. I mean. yeah, you're talking about the giant thing, right? He, yeah. They ride that thing out. Yeah. Dude, that's how they bust out of the, the Coliseum and everything. This, thing's yep. too, this thing was too dumb to leave anyways. Mm-hmm. And then Vernon, they, they climb up. Oh, that's freaking awesome. That's such a good idea. We could, <laughs> we, could, we could make it that big dune worm that you had mentioned before. Well, I don't know if that would survive in a in a oh, swamp yeah, yeah. thing, and I like the idea of of of, uh, of the rag the jacket. rancor. Yes, rancor. yes. <laughs> and then at the end, it can like you know drop him off and and go on its merry way, become Sasquatch of the of the swamp or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or it turns out they only have like a three day life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that happens. Oh man, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. Or or Vernon befriends it, and and maybe he maybe um, it, it just kind of follow Vernon follows Vernon around. That would cool. give him his offensive abilities. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because he's kind of a pacifist anyway, and that thing wants to protect him. So. And he's not going to be able to control smarter creatures anyways. Like remember how we discussed with the frogs. So he's going to have that issue. He can communicate with them and maybe control or control the lesser intelligent ones. Weird. I think that works out really Weird. well too. Weird question. Can um, Vernon talk to Eggman's stomach? <laughs> because there's... Yeah, because they're separated. So when he gets at him, he looks at him and goes, what the f... <laughs> so, and he can't really do much, but he's going like, like, you have diarrhea now. <laughs> or Eggman says, don't you say a thing. <laughs> don't tell them where I get the cakes. Stomach and I can't get eggs. <laughs> I get one tea. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Weird, weird thought. I just... Yeah. Okay. So, so these guys have got Trippy and uh, Vernon's new friend, uh, Stompy, and they're <laughs> making their way towards the Shadow Summit at the behest of Hoyler, who wants to meet up with Maria. Mm-hmm. And our new Althea, the Blood Goddess Healing. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like it. For me. That's Her a, a... name could be Bloodwork. Because <laughs> she's a nurse. <laughs> she's a nurse. She's a phlebotomist. There we go. That's a fancier way to say it, I guess. Phlebotomia. <laughs> Phlebotomia. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, that's all. That's not. Let's not go with that. <laughs> no, uh, Kayla's name for her character makes more sense. <laughs> well, maybe that's one of the things she can do. Is kind of. Kind of because she was a nurse and doing this stuff, maybe she can kind of separate. You know, she can she can cause not she can't heal the wounds so much as cause them to uh, the blood to congeal faster and do its thing faster. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's then, kind of like regenerative as opposed to healing. Yeah, yeah. She like she could speed well, up the natural process. Well, yeah. that happens. Yeah. Since she's a nurse, what if her name is colostomy bag? What do you know? Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, fine. I think you're done for today. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh man, and then, and then, uh, but uh, I like the uh, the interaction with uh, Vernon and the the chicken symbiote too. I think that's a that's I, that was something I didn't, I didn't think about. I was thinking about that for a good like thirty minutes, and I was like, when is a good time to bring this? <laughs> <laughs> so we have. Um, what we discussed today was uh, the separation of the uh, Unbound group. So the uh, Vernon, Althea, our new character, thank you very much, Kayla, and uh, uh, Hoyler gets separated from the group by the oncoming frog horde, which Vernon accidentally set off when trying to get past them. Uh, they get thrown into uh, a frog dungeon where they meet uh, uh, Trippy, the uh, Trippy frog. Um, they go through the 
many levels of the, uh, uh, the, the, the Colosseum fighting their way through, at which point Rebecca decides that she's going to be fickle, sends out her strongest beast, um, Hoyler and the Beast fight, at which point Vernon wakes up. They walk off and escape due to the monstrous size of this thing. He controls it, and they scoot on out of there, and the new band of five people start heading their way to the Shadow Summit. Man, that, that was an excellent episode, guys. It's freaking awesome. You guys, somebody, you do it this time, Jared. Uh, so what am I going to say? The, what, our tagline? Are you plugging us? Oh, uh, so <laughs> we are the Phantom Zone. It's a... Uh, Three fans, uh, one podcast, and a sea, uh, a still sea of comedy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Oh, man. Yeah, check out the show. It's freaking amazing. I watch it every week as it comes out. You have been listening to Story Arc. I'm Trevor Sutton. If you like the show, please subscribe. Check out our website at fayrealms.com where you can find updates, artwork, and current progress on the graphic novel. If you want to contribute ideas to our story, Click the link at the bottom of the page and email us. If your ideas are chosen, they will be featured and you will be credited on the show. Thanks.